This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. On Fridays, we want to look at current events and the Bible to ask the question, what would Jesus say? Welcome to the Friday edition of the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. You are listening to a What Would Jesus Say episode. We take Fridays and we ask the question, what would Jesus say about particular topics? And today, what would Jesus say should we place our hope in political movements? Should we? Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. well, I, sorry. Was that strong? I didn't. <laughs> it might be in order to clarify, we should even say, uh, name some political movements and ask if we should place our hope in, uh, in that particular political movement. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Let me, now that we've established that, let's go mm-hmm. to Psalm 14, seven. We've been in Psalm 14 all week and David said, Oh, that salvation for Israel would come out of Zion Mm. when the Lord restores the fortunes of his people. Let Jacob rejoice. Let Israel be glad. Okay. So this presents the problem of the, of why things come about with Mm. political movements. Mm. God's people are longing for (laughs) God to restore the fortunes of his people. Give us a king. Give us a king. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly it. Now, when they say the fortunes of their people, usually Mm. they're not talking about money. Mm. What they're, God's people are usually not craving for more money. What they're Mm. craving for is the morals that we believe in Mm. or the, uh, the healing that we believe in or the marriage that we believe in or the values that mm-hmm. we believe in. So it's mm-hmm. usually not money-based. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is usually based in the fortunes of God's people. They say, oh, when the Lord restores the fortunes of his people, what they're really longing for is a society that will reflect closer to our values. So uh, let me just illustrate it with an example Um that is in Springfield right now. Mm-hmm. It's my understanding that in any Springfield or surrounding school now, to sign up your child to that school, you have to fill out a form mm-hmm. that asks about their sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. You're no longer answering, are they male and female? Mm-hmm. You're now answering their sexual orientation mm-hmm. rather than just their biology. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine that this causes people to that the God or God's people are saying, "Oh, this is not our values. Mm-hmm. This this hurts." Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. I, I just signed my kid up for the public school system. That just I, I'm I'm being confronted with a value issue before they even start. Mm-hmm. See, um, that's just an illustration. The question is how to solve that problem or how. Mm-hmm. How does the Lord want to restore the fortunes of his people? When it happens, Jacob will rejoice, Israel will be glad, God's people will be happy. Okay. So, um, what would Jesus say? Should we put our hope in political movements? All right, let's dive in. How have we tried to solve these problems? 
<laughs> well, if you look across history, um, we have tried to, um, how do I phrase it? Um, create Christendom, I guess you would say. Christendom. That's right. Mm, and so it. we are trying to establish it and say, uh, this is not just, uh, this is not just a government. This is a Christian government mm-hmm. and this is how it's going to be based uh, this is how things are going to go. Even if you look at the history of America, the majority of our governmental documents that started us as a nation are based on Christian principles. Mm-hmm. And it's not that any of that in and of itself is bad. It's that if we are not careful, we use those to replace what God is actually supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, be, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Because it is what you know, the joke we kind of started with is, give us a king, give us a king. Mm-hmm. Well, the nation of Israel wanted a king. Right. And God said, I'll be your king. Mm-hmm. And they said, no, give us a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> give, yeah. Give us a, a, an in-person king that we can look to. Well, you know, Saul comes along and didn't do that great of a job. Mm-hmm. And so it, it shows what happens when we want to put our hope or our faith in a place that it doesn't belong. Yeah. Um, and this can even happen all the way down to the local church level. Yeah. If you have more hope in us as your pastors than you have hope in God, mm-hmm. then there's an imbalance. There's mm-hmm. a, there's an issue. Um, and you're putting your hope in a movement that actually is not God. Mm-hmm. It might be based on God, mm-hmm. but it is not God. Mm-hmm. If we use the founding of the United States of America as an example... What they were trying to do back there is that uh, the they had just come out of the Second Great Awakening, mm-hmm. and to just to tell what was going on there in the Second Great Awakening, the movement became so strong. I'm talking about the gospel of people getting saved mm-hmm. that the bars were shutting down, mm-hmm. not because anybody was shutting them down, but because of lack of business. Mm-hmm. They just ran out of business. Mm-hmm. They couldn't function mm-hmm. because nobody came in anymore. Mm-hmm. And instead of people coming, going to the bars, it was people were singing about Jesus as they mm-hmm. walked down the street. Mm-hmm. That was the level of revival mm-hmm. they were in. Mm-hmm. The Constitution was written a few years after that event. Mm-hmm. It was written right out after... It wasn't written in the revival movement. It was right, written right after it. Mm-hmm. That was their foundation. So mm-hmm. their, the foundation of the Constitution and the forming of our government was that the gospel is like wildfire. Mm-hmm. Let's just make it so that the government can't persecute it. Mm-hmm. The government won't, won't establish it. It won't further it. It mm-hmm. just won't persecute it. Mm-hmm. That, that was the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Still gets applied today and all of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that's really what Jesus advocated. Mm-hmm. What Jesus advocated was, you church people, join me and let's go after these people. Yeah. Let, let's yeah. go meet their deepest felt needs and let's go after them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was all kinds of people. It was people that were in the synagogues, people that weren't in the synagogues, and mm-hmm. then it was even those people <laughs> over on the other side mm-hmm. of the lake. It was those people. Those Samaritans. Th- that he went to. <laughs> he went to the Samaritans. That, that was those people. Mm-hmm. And then it was the Decapolis. That's really those people. <laughs> um, and, that, that, you know, and so so then uh, Jesus' answer was, let's go share the goodness of God with the people. 
Um, that was his solution to the problem, mm -hmm. rather than looking to any political movement to solve the problem. So why do you think we are so prone to look to a political movement to solve this problem? Mm -hmm. um, I think sometimes it's more tangible. Mm -hmm. um, and it is most of the time we are finding something that we already align with. Mm -hmm. um, and that a lot of the times means the negative aspects of our flesh mm -hmm. already align with that movement. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so most of the time it's none of them are truly benevolent. None of them are truly um, pure in, right. their, in their implications. And so it could have an aspect of hate for mm -hmm. something. Well, mm -hmm. if we already hate that thing, it's going to be a whole lot easier for us to align with mm -hmm. that group. Yeah. Um, and the difference is, is that when we align with God, we are changing ourselves to align with God. Mm -hmm. And let me rephrase that. We can't actually change ourselves by the power of the Holy Spirit. We are changed mm -hmm. to align more with God. And so most political movements are just gathering like-minded people. Right. Where uh, Christianity and the movement of God is gathering people to worship Jesus. Yeah. To, to be brought together off of that one point. And that creates this huge, diverse group instead of birds of a feather flock together. Right. It, it helps me to remember also that throughout history, Christianity has prospered in every form of government. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it has prospered under dictatorships. Yep. Under communism, yeah. it is pro Christianity has prospered under capitalism, mm -hmm. under mm -hmm. under free market society, mm -hmm. and democracy. It has prospered, and it, uh, it looks different in every aspect. But it, yes, regardless, it's prosperous. It's growing. Right. Yes. Yeah. So so now personally, I'd much rather have a less persecuted Christianity Absol from the government. Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Because we, we it enables do, us yeah. to build buildings, have property, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, we got property here to been alive. We mm -hmm. have a church building, right? Mm -hmm. um, and and it and it's not like and you know when I compare that to some of our brothers and sisters in Cuba that uh, the government had the bulldozers out was going to bulldoze their house church. They mm -hmm. had to go lock arms and stand in front of the bulldozer. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord! I've never had to do that. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, so I get it, it right? Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah. Um, but. It is God's ways that it is through the conversion of people's hearts through mm -hmm. the gospel. Mm -hmm. That's how he restores the fortune of his people. Mm -hmm. I personally believe that in America, one of the reasons that we are so um, tempted to place our hope in a political movement is the feeling of failure. Mm -hmm that the local church has not increased, it has declined. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we feel like a failure, yeah. and therefore we need a savior, mm -hmm. and we look to the savior in the political movement rather than, rather than saying, God, mm -hmm. you've got all these promises in Scripture, mm -hmm. and we're not experiencing them. The church doesn't feel like it's standing up on its own, so it wants yeah. something to protect it. Yes. And to empower it. Right. Um, instead of letting God be that protection. And yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so we're, so the answer is instead to say, God, you've got these promises of Scripture. Mm -hmm. A little one should become a thousand. A small one should become a strong mm -hmm. nation. We're, we're going to see people saved, healed, delivered. And that's how change is going to come. Mm -hmm. and, and to cry out to God and say, God, these promises are there, but we're not experiencing them. Mm -hmm. So 
fill the gap with your Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Let, let's experience more. Mm-hmm. And if we'll keep our focus there, uh, it will help us be a little less tempted, tempted mm-hmm. to uh, place our hope yeah. in a political movement. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us at our new service times at 9.30 a.m. and still for our live stream or in person at 11 a.m.